0: Well, welcome back to Clutch Life Daily. I hope that you get something out of the podcast. I really do. Today, I'm going to dive into, you know, a little bit of marriage advice. Okay, a little bit of marriage coaching here. I know there are people that would say, well, I've been married 30 years and you've been married, you know, 14 years. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. But listen to what I'm saying. I have loved... The same woman, 18, will be 19 years. The same woman. I've been faithful to her. She's been faithful to me. In those number of years, we could, you know, minimal arguments. Nobody's ever split during the marriage. Left. I don't want to talk to you. And I'm going to tell you something. This is really going to upset some people. It is. I know what I'm about to say is going to upset. I can even see in my mind the couple of people that will be upset by this. But just know I didn't say it to upset you. Just because something does upset you doesn't mean it was intended to. Here it is. You're married right now, and you make a lot of excuses. Well, everybody fights like this. No. No, they don't. Well, when you've been married as long as we hit, ha- Shut up. That's not God's design for marriage. Marriage is supposed to be fruitful, beautiful. Should still be blossoming even 30 years in, 20 years in. Like I said, I've been with the same woman 19 years, almost 19 years. It's still blossoming. So here's a couple of things about marriage. One... It's never too late to make it great, even if you feel like you've lost some ground. You could change your mind today about things. It's really all about you. Well, but Jason, there's two people in a marriage. I know. But the Bible says, as much as it depends on you, live at peace with all men. Right? So it really depends on you. Now, they may not get an agreement, and they may choose divorce or strife or something, but there is a decision you can make fresh to make your marriage good again. All right. One of the premier things that makes my marriage great is Amanda nor myself are ever going to go talk to our friends and family about our issues. Would you people please stop going to other people and telling them what an a hole Your husband is. What an annoying person your wife is. Because what you do when you do that, number one, you are dishonoring, you are gossiping, you are tearing the marriage down when you do that. But you're also establishing the most negative perception of your boo thing in the eyes of those that you are talking to. Shut your mouth better yet, open it and speak positively about the person. I'm not talking about if you're you know if you're going to get marriage counseling, talking to the counselor about something that's wrong or the pastor, that's not what I'm talking about, but I am talking about sharing a bunch of stuff with people that are not in other words, I'm saying cut out the third parties. I don't allow people to speak into our marriage. I just don't allow it. Um, The only people that will speak into my marriage is if, you know, we're watching a marriage conference, attending a marriage conference, or maybe we have never gone to counseling, but if I needed to, I would, and I would let the counselor or pastor speak into our lives. That's it. But never complain about your spouse to other people. This one might be kind of hard to swallow, but gender roles are important in a marriage. Our marriage works because we follow traditional sets of values. And one of them is gender roles. Those are, are, you know, that's almost people almost gasp. Did he say that? I did say that. Yes, I did. In the same breath that I will say, largely, it is the feminine role to keep the house. And that's according to the Bible. It's largely her role. Now, if you act like you're too good to help her, sir, you are an idiot, okay? But keep in mind that, men, it is largely your role to go be the breadwinner of the house, to go provide. That takes a balance. It takes a balance. I'm just going to shoot you straight here because this is Clutch Life Daily. This is not... This is not, like I said earlier uh, on another episode, this is not John Maxwell. This is not, you know, and I love John Maxwell, but I ain't him. I'm me. So you're going to get me. We have a little bit of a problem with men being just a little too sensitive. And women, sometimes I got to be honest with you. I don't know how a lot of your husbands could tolerate. Here's the problem. A lot of women are demanding 50-50, but a marriage is not 50-50. I don't want half of Amanda. A marriage is 100-100. I want 100% of her effort into the marriage, and she deserves 100% of my effort and commitment in the marriage as well. Let's just get right down where the rubber meets the road. A bunch of you women think the men need to be doing the laundry and keeping house and a bunch of you men think women need to be bringing in a paycheck that is not good God's design for a marriage men you were supposed to be the breadwinner and she's supposed to be the housekeeper the keeper of house now listen hold on hold on i did not when i said a housekeeper i mean the keeper of the house i don't mean she's supposed to be a maid So if you run away and you take that, I said the woman's supposed to be a maid. Stop listening to my podcast. You're an idiot. Here's what I am literally saying. She's supposed to keep the house in order, not just cleaning, not just cooking, but order in the court order. She's supposed to subdue the chaos of the house. Women, if you are not subduing the chaos of the house, you are not being the wife God designed you to be. Men, if you're not out here hitting a lick with one and maybe two jobs and provide, well, it's hard to provide, shut your face. Stop being a whiny little baby. Ascertain some skills, get yourself to the next level and put that bread and bacon on the table, baby. I know this may be one of the hardest podcasts to listen to. In fact, I I really, it is what it is. And I'm not mad at all. I'm having a fantastic morning. But marriages are in trouble because we've got a millennial generation where women think men need to walk around with, you know, I don't know. I I dare not say anything because people will think I'm talking about them. Feminine energy is what men have these days. We put ourselves in so much debt that both of you have to work all the time. Now, Amanda does not go to a, a, a job, and she's not going to start. She has worked a few little odd jobs over the years, but largely I've been the bacon and the breadwinner for our house. I believe gender roles matter. You say, well, how do y'all do it? If you sat down for some clutch life coaching, I could teach you how I did it. Uh Uh-huh. But if you won't put an investment into that, you're not ready to put an investment into running your house the right way. Period, the end. Gender roles matter. Now listen, my Uncle Bill, he was a chef. He loved to cook. I'm not saying men can't, do like there might be a wife that says, I can't cook, I'm not too good at cooking. Okay, well, that's fine. If a man wants to cook, that's fine. Y'all work that out between you. But what I cannot understand is these snide little things like, Well, you're going to cook 50% of the time, you're going to do 50% of the laundry. And you're uh, look, number three, get out of competition with one another. It's not a com- if I'm winning, Amanda's winning. If Amanda's winning, I'm winning. We are Team McCutcheon. This is an empire. And I'm building up the walls and defending it like a damn castle, y'all. Come on, man. Stop being in competition with one another. You look foolish when you're a married couple competing for attention. I'll come back with some more marriage advice. It's just that this has gone over 10 minutes now, so I'm going to wrap it up, baby. If I said some hard things today, you know, that's it wasn't intentionally said to be hurtful or unkind. i just an attention grabber so I can grab your focus and let's get you aimed the right way. God bless y'all.